On the Record with Gavin Riley. Brought to you by PwC on News Talk. I did say I was going to bring in Kieran Malouli. People will obviously know Kieran as, as a long-standing uh, former Midlands correspondent for RTE who's with us on the line. Um, Kieran, people will maybe have this perception of RTE as being uh, phenomenally uh, well-resourced and that because of the, as reflects the, the money that's paid to its highest presenters, that, that RTE always has the resources to be able to do every project that it wants. Um, your experience when you were in RTE didn't quite tally with that. Yeah, I suppose that's one of the one of the issues that that really uh, annoys me and an awful lot of people who already who still work for RT, particularly the news division. Gavin, I worked there for over twenty five years. I left actually two years ago today. I left the newsroom and retired. And during that twenty five year period, I can remember at least six occasions on which the tightening of the belt, the reduction of of costs, uh, the cutbacks uh, were, were came up for divisions. We had these group meetings uh, on site and off site where we were pulled in, dragged in again um, and told, you know, this this issue has to be addressed. This issue has to be addressed. And the annoying part of this was all going on at a time, particularly after the crash, when we were uh, RTE as a group were paying significant salaries, huge salaries to Mm. star presenters. And uh, I can remember the debates my colleagues included that at that time asking about that situation. And the, then there was those those guarantees were given back. This issue is being addressed. The costs of your five star presenters are being reduced. The, you will see it in the reports. You will see it year after year. We are addressing this issue, um, and and you know I think for the most part, um, my colleagues uh, uh, thought that was happening. That's yeah. where the breach of trust comes and, in. And that, that, that solidarity would have been very important to you and your colleagues. This idea that at least those who had the most to give were being asked to to give a fair bit back. Absolutely. It, because because at that time, you know, we, we would have seen things happening and, and you know, reduction of cost in, in news. News is probably one of the smaller divisions of the operation. Uh, reduction of cost means things like uh, changing of facilities. We, we closed a studio in the Midlands because of a cost issue in my time, time there. We moved to an alternative site with a fraction of the rent in it. Uh, because because of a cost issue. And I know, uh, because I was there as well, that colleagues left the, the RT newsroom and they were not replaced for a significant period of time because it was a cost-cutting. Uh, and, and in that period of time, uh, the public, i.e. the, the licence payer, had to put up with it, uh, had to have uh, regions of the country which were not covered, what I would consider, properly. Uh, when I worked in the, in, in the RT newsroom initially 10, in the first 10 years, we had our own assigned camera crew to our division in the Midlands. When that guy retired... And, and left RT did not replace uh, w- with a full-time camera crew. So uh, the effect of that means that uh, people like me and other colleagues in the re- in RT regions had to scramble and, and race for crews from Dublin and elsewhere when something happened. And that was uh, making things difficult for, more difficult for us and, and definitely a diminution of the service involved. Yeah, so uh, eventually I mean, crews were replaced and some crews were found from, from elsewhere. But we put up with this because yeah. we were told cuts had to be made, the future of the organisation was at stake and the big issue of salaries was being addressed. Mm. Um, obviously I've got a certain amount of familiarity about how, how the crewing stuff works because I don't know, work in a, a broadcast newsroom myself but I suppose you'd be making the case that if you become used to regional correspondents having your own full-time camera crew and then it's it's replaced and you, you just don't get your own full-time replacement it does materially constrain how easily you can do your job because I suppose if anything arises as an emergency on your beat you then need to have a camera scramble down from Dublin which means it isn't always as easily to do your job as it should be. It's in, in a practical sense, Gavin, the public will appreciate it. If a fire happens in the middle of the night um, uh, in, in the town of Mullingar, the town of Athlone, the crew is based 
locally. The RTE news team are able to get there, able to record the event, able to have the story on the news the next morning or indeed overnight for that matter. Right. There were occasions when I wasn't able to do that because we didn't have the facilities. And there were, there, it led to rows, it led to, uh, um, indeed, even with colleagues, it led to friction in, in terms of getting, getting the service on air. But we were told that, you know, we were, we were part of this great operation to reduce costs. Even when I was leaving uh, two years ago, if I remember rightly, the then head of news, John Williams, was, was faced with a, uh, an edict from above as well, where he was going to have, save, have to save in the region of 1.2 million in a newsroom budget. And, uh, you know, it was, it was it, it almost, it wasn't accepted by colleagues. Colleagues were looking around, we had the meetings again, but, you know, it, it was noted very quickly by colleagues that positions were not being filled yeah. in the newsroom after people left. My job wasn't filled for over a year. Ingrid Miley's position wasn't filled for a considerable period of, to- of, period of, period of time. The same in the Northeast when a previous correspondent had left. Mm. And, you know, the bottom line is we, we were told it, it, RTE were cutting back, they were making changes, this was for the long-term good of the organisation. The licence fee was in a, it was in a difficult situation no increases for a significant period of time. And and uh, let's be fair about it. RT is, is faced with significant investment in huge areas in terms of replacing facilities, running orchestras, running radio stations, Lyric of MTG, Radio Negrelka, whatever whatever we have responsibility mm. for. The license fee hasn't changed in a number of years. So the staff were told these were the only issues in front of them. That's why I feel for the staff of RTE today, the, the ordinary staff, the people who are on le- a lot less than 100,000 euro, never mind 300,000 euro, who, who, who feel sick in their stomach for what has happened over the course of the last few days because they were told that the, the reductions were happening. Now we found out that uh, uh, as much as 345,000 extra was paid to one yeah. of the, the star presenters. Uh, one more question, Kieran, before I let you go. Um, what about, there might be some people who'd be listening and say that, um, that yes, clearly there have been shortcomings and you don't feel like you were able to do your job or that anyone in the newsroom or in other public service wings of RTE has been somewhat limited in how they can do their jobs. And that, yes, there's a breach of trust here, but that ultimately the, the figures that we're talking about on an annual basis, for, for 2017, we're talking about €20,000. For, for, for 2018 and 19, we're talking about 50000 and then it's been 75000 since. That, yes, it, it's significant money, but that it, it's not the, the sort of money that would make a material difference as to how, how, how well a resourced newsroom is, is going to work. What would you say in response to that? Well, you know, let me give an example the outside of the RT Newsroom for a moment. Let, let me give you, tell you something. If people say that, you know, it's a self-centered view by staff members or an ex-staff member. It's not. I was involved in a project in the Midlands with RT for over the course of the last 10 years I was there with the community where we tried to develop a national communications museum, a national science museum. Very briefly, the, uh, you were broadcasting from Marconi House today in Dublin. The real Marconi House is in the Midlands. The original Marconi transmitter, radio transmitter used by RTE, Turned on by Devil Air in the 30s, lying in a shed in Athlone, basically. Local community went to RTE, tried to get the company involved in a project to develop it as a national communication centre, engaged, the local community engaged Ericsson, engaged Fulch Ireland into a number of grants supporting it as a visitor centre. What did RTE do? They refused to invest in the project. They said they were broke. Uh, the, the committee involved tried to buy the land surrounding the site in Athlone for car parking for a new centre. RTE refused to sell it to them. They were just, in fact, in the end, they sold it over their head. For how much? Less than €345,000, I can tell you that. Now, it's that sort of a situation that annoys an awful lot of people. This was an important national communications and a, nat- a piece of our heritage. Yeah. The original Marconi uh, transmitter le- le- uh, lying in a shed, basically, left there. At, and it is an important part of our heritage and for, for future generations. Who should be seeing it? And it's one of the issues I feel really, really strongly about. RT came down, the chief group, group executive figures came down and said they couldn't do it because of financial restraints. Yet somebody at that table, somebody knew what was going on in regard to the to, to the, the uh, monies being paid to, okay. to presenters in different ways. 
Um, interesting little anecdote that, that illustrates an awful lot. Um, Kieran Mullally, thanks for joining us this morning and on the record. I do appreciate it. From, from maybe not the Marconi House, but certainly a Marconi House uh, this morning. Thanks for joining us. Kieran Mullally, of course, former Midlands correspondent um, with RTE. On the record with Gavin Riley. Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PwC. Great minds think unalike. Different skill sets, diverse opinions, it all adds up to the new equation. On News Talk.